This is the EVP Podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is episode 66 of the EVP Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ghosty. I'm DVO. I'm Beaker. And we just got back from a investigation and our new topic for this week of Asylum 49 in Tooele. When, when you say we just got back, it's 1.40 in the morning. We just got back to the studio. And while it's fresh in the mind, we are going to record. I had a nice 66. little nap on the way here, so I can... Good for you. Oh. We heard you. <laughs> we could hear. Did you fall? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, I fell asleep again. <laughs> just fall asleep in the chair? I wish I could have napped, but I was driving. If you had... Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I'm you. glad you Thank didn't. Thank you for not laughing. <laughs> we're, we're coming at you dead from the studio, not live. We're ghosts. Ghost, he's, he's been a ghost this whole time. Yeah, I've been he's floating around all night. But I think yeah. it is a good idea because we have some great evidence you guys are going to be wanting oh to listen for. Oh, my gosh. Tonight was and exciting. Tonight was... And this was I'm me and Ghosty's so first time. At Asylum 49. At Asylum 49. I popped their asylum cherries. Yes, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Forty nine times. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy you did. I've been. I've been I'm glad you didn't times. fall asleep either. <laughs> no, I don't wake up at the ass crack of dawn like you do. I wake up at like nine in the morning. Anyways, um, I've asylum forty nine. First place I ever investigated like eight and a half years ago. Nice. Um, so I've been several times. I've had plenty of experiences at asylum forty nine, but this is first for you guys. Yes. And but, it was a, a good investigation. This was probably one of the better investigations I've been on for with when it comes to visual activity. We did have yeah. our good friend Mark with us. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Mark. That was cool. That was a good time. He's the he's the scientific side of things, like really scientific side of things. So um, he he's really good at, uh, I mean, we heard noises in the first room we were in. And yeah. He's really good at debunking and, and figuring things out. Uh, before we get into the investigation... And before we show everybody on that's listening uh, how big of a chicken shit I actually am on an investigation, <laughs> why don't we talk a little bit about the history? Yes, because it's not 49. really named Asylum Forty Nine, right? It st- actually started off as a house. House. Um, it started off as a house. The original Tooele Hospital was built as a residence by Samuel F. Lee, and it was converted in- into a residence for the elderly in 1913. But he actually built this in 1873 so 40 years prior so yep so 40 years prior he built the house later 1913 converted into a residence for the elderly and was known as the county poorhouse and then later on became the tuila hospital 40 years later again mm-hmm. then reverted back again to an elderly care facility when the new tuila hospital was constructed in 1953 and the original building no longer stands but with the amount of hauntings that are reported for a new stru- from the new structure, one begins to understand just how haunted land can be. So what is it now? Currently, so now operating as a haunted attraction known as Asylum 49, the old Tooele Hospital st- well, started as private residence, blah, 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 blah. Um, let's see. The hospital opened 1953 but never received enough funding so the Tooele Hospital didn't even have a morgue for their dead. They ended up stacking bodies in an unrefrigerated room until the county coroner finally came to sign on their death certificates. Wow. 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 Um, and the new building was built in 1953 and was originally known as the Tooele Army Depot. Uh, some adjustments were made to the building to ensure it provide medical care. 
Um, at one point, it was hailed as the state-of-the-art facility. These days, half of the newer constructed building operates as a senior living facility, which mm, uh, not the, anymore. This is obviously an older article. This uh, Kim Anderson, who owns Asylum 49, actually purchased the entire building about three years ago. He kicked everybody out. But he, he purchased the other half back in 2006. Yeah, the original half, uh, or the haunted house side. And that's where he wanted, he he bought that to convert it into the haunted attraction. So for a while there, it was actually on one side, it was a haunted house. And on the other side, it was still uh, assisted living. Mm-hmm. There was still like an old folks home, an active old folks home. And if you've ever seen the Ghost Adventures episode, uh, the first one with Asylum 49, they mentioned that. And they actually showed that there's still patients that lived there at the time. Um, they built a new retirement center there in Tooele, and once they moved all the residents, Kim was able to purchase the, the entire building. It's a shopping area, right? It's a shopping area now. We used Little to be market. To, yeah. It's the Tooele market. They have all sorts of like good goods and knickknacks and stuff like that. Um, but two years ago, the last time I was there, uh, they only had one hallway that had shops in it, so we were able to investigate the... The new side, I, from what I understand, they don't let anyone investigate that side now because it, they've turned it all into a store. And it looked like when we first got there, we walked into the wrong side because um, that's where, you know, again, it's been two years since I've been there. But it looked like they turned the one part into like a little diner. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but yeah, it looks probably the old cafeteria. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. It maybe. was the old cafeteria, but it looks like they turned it into like a little diner, but. <coughs> yeah, and geographically speaking, a block <laughs> south is it's a cemetery adjacent, just diagonal, kitty corner on the same block. Just on yeah, the... it's there, there's a Silent Forty Nine, and then like two or three houses, and then a the Twila City Cemetery, which has a street named Van Otten Street, <laughs> very popular name, <laughs> famous name. Um, and actually, Kim Anderson, when he bought the place, didn't even believe in spirits and didn't think it was haunted. But after spending many hours in there, was a became a believer. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So that's a quick history of Asylum Forty Nine. There's a lot of reported hauntings and names of spirits and everything, but we want to talk about just our experience. I, I actually didn't want to learn about any of these other spirits in the in the building before going they, in. And, they did give us a tour beforehand. Right. Uh, which they I've gave been us, on several times. But, and, I mean, even our tour guide, he was born in the hospital in 1975. He was... No, his son... No, both of them were born he there. He was born there in yeah, his, his son was born in 1975. And his no, son, no. He was born in 1975. Buck no. was born in 1975. His son was one of the last kids to be born in the hospital. And his son oh. just turned 20. Okay. So when the hospital shut down, just over... Just around 20 years ago, his son was... I thought he seemed younger. I'm like, oh, you're a lot younger than I think you are. Okay. Yeah, it may sound like his son was the way he said it. I understood. Okay. No, that no, makes his, sense. His son was one of the last people to be born there. He was born 1975. All right. Yeah. So with all these different spirits that have been talked about or known about in the side here, I just wanted to go have my own experiences in wherever and just kind of figure things out yeah, i don't think we talked to like any of the spirits that they mentioned on the tour so if somebody wants to take a tour of asylum 49 what do they have to go through one source only is that yeah correct? grim ghost tours well that's who we went through i believe you can book it directly from the owners you just go to the website or something like that oh interesting okay it's it's um now grim just that's how they do it they just 
they book the venue and then they sell tickets. So, Got it. Um, I believe other people do the same as well. Maybe EVP should do it. Hmm. Yeah, it's pricey though. We'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see about. It. We'll see if it's pricey. So it we decided. Yeah, we got to check this out. I I've been wanting to go here for a few years. As I. Yeah, me too. Just I never look up the tickets ever, and so this was just a good opportunity. We did it, and we finally made it happen. Yeah, we bought our tickets like three months ago. Yeah, we did. Oh, I keep falling down. <laughs> it was actually after one of the recordings. I'm like, hey guys, I'm like squeaky scissor arms. Um, I'm like, I know you want to go to say because there was a they did one back in January that we missed out on. We didn't decide soon enough. So as soon as I pop, saw it pop back up, because I follow Grim Ghost Tours. Um, they were the first company I ever did. Asylum 49, you know, like I said, eight and a half years ago, the first place I ever investigated, it was through Grim Ghost Tours. Um, I've done a lot with these guys. They're actually really cool. They get them to a lot of cool places, and they're decent priced as well. Um, but, yeah, I follow what investigations they have going. I saw that this was available, and I said, we're doing it. We're and we going. did it. And we did it. So, should we start off with... The first location that we yeah started. so Marks felt like he saw a shadow go into this little area that was just I don't know like the, they they were doing some construction or just had a bunch of construction material out so oh, there's a lot of the props eyes. still up for the haunted attraction and there are some areas that are cut off from the haunted attraction that is kind of just used for storage stuff and uh, just kind of walkway paths or whatever but. This area just kind of had some, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff and construction areas. And we just started recording, or just kind of set up in there at first. And well, yeah, the reason why we went back there is because on the tour, um, Mark and I both kind of saw a shadow figure standing in one corner of that room. So when the tour finished and they let us break off to go do our thing, we went straight to there. And that seemed like I went straight to it with the K2 meter. Yes. And with the K2 meter... I walked right up to where I didn't even know what you guys were had seen yet or where it was. So walked right up to it, and boom, found it. Yep. And it seemed to start backing away, and I was kind of chasing it down, and it was pretty interesting. And started using the flux, got a little bit of reactions out of the flux, and we were getting some reactions out of the K two in that area, and. I think that was it for that little spot. And just real quick, for any, if anyone's brand new listening to us or brand new listening to Paranormal Podcast, what is a K2 and what does it do? So most people know the K2 and it just reads EMF and it has like five lights starting from green to red and will light up. Start, it has one light up, one green light and as more EMF spikes, it lights up more lights to all the way to red. And, and red's rare unless you're like on a hot wire, right? So but yeah. most people already know what a K2 is. If you're listening yeah. to this, you don't know what a K2 is, get some knowledge. Just saying, people are new. <laughs> and then a flux capacitor. The flux capacitor belongs <laughs> on the <laughs> DeLorean. No, this is the uh, new, de- kind of a new device from Ghost Stop, and it has a sensor that's on both sides. It will read if something comes near it, if the temperature changes to uh, high or low near it, it'll also kind of go off. Um, and I'm starting to wonder now, remember the, some of the times when it would kind of just do that one little beep, I should check to see if that meant the temperature changed. So it, it's a new device that you just got ghosty. It's, it's, you've had it for maybe a month, maybe two. Yeah. I've only used it twice now. And so we're still trying to figure it out, but, but it's supposed to also pick up 
Um, temperature changes. Temperature changes. As well that as... Makes sense, because there was a couple times in some of the rooms I saw it just flashing red real quick. Yeah, and, and I think that means temperature the temperature change. going down or up. Could be okay. up, because it was hot as shit in there today. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, where did we go from that spot? Crazy. Yeah, we, we went a little crazy. Went, um, uh, we, started, we went to a couple different hospital rooms. Yes. Yeah, we went to a couple of the rooms... We went to the one room uh, that was just, like, off of the main entrance, and then that's where I had to shut the door. Oh, yeah, because okay. Ghosty, when we first entered, Ghosty, you felt something in the in the first room to the left. Yes, down the down the hallway that had all the hospital rooms. Mm-hmm. And so we went in there, and uh, right away the K2 meter also started spiking, and then went away, and then nothing happened beaker felt something was at the door wanting to kind of come in maybe but well i had him shut the door so randos wouldn't walk in there and interrupt our investigation but after we shut the door i did have ghosty move to the other side of the room because it felt like the spirit was standing there not right next to the door and wasn't sure if he wanted to come in and talk or not and that's when it was a shortly after that i think is when the flux went off yes the the green side went off and we, we couldn't get it to go again. I think we after we finished in that room, we kind of decided that it was like maybe the spirit was like trying to shift in the room and accidentally set it off. It was kind of like, what are they doing? Oh, yeah. I forgot that first location that we started investigating. I, it did go off on command on one time when I was asking if it would please interact with us. The moment I said that, it lit up. But it didn't keep reacting. But I just threw, I just forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead um, on this real quick. So from that room, um, a, a little ways down, maybe one or two doors down, we went to another room, kind of investigated in there. And then uh, I don't remember which one of you two thought there was something in in the back room. Was it Ghosty? Yeah. And so we went we went back in there, and both Ghosty and Mark had their K2s. And what kind of happened with those? Oh, they started going ballistic. Yeah. Ghosty and I walked in the room. We set up on one side. I sat in a chair. And yeah, they're when they first walked in there before the K2s even started going off. I'm like, by the way, the spirit's right where you guys are standing, and it was like right then the K2 started going crazy. Yeah, so Mark Mark had it in the corner, and that's where Beaker said it's right there in the corner. Mark's K2 went crazy, and then it kind of seemed to jump over to where Ghosty was. By there was a, a hospital bed there with a with a prop of a dead zombie or something, <laughs> and uh, you had it there, and it started going off right in front of you. Yeah, and it was just bouncing. Kind of, it started kind of going back and forth. Red, no, is, it was it was staying solid red for like, yeah. and it kept hitting it. It was it would stay solid for a few seconds, drop down, and then keep shooting up. Um, and then Mark kind of he had a he had like a sense that it was maybe like gremlin like it was like crawling all over the the walls yeah. and the ceiling, trying to get away from us. This is true. That's so, what happened. <laughs> so in that room, yeah, we didn't get much after that. Yeah, after that, it just that lasted maybe a minute. Yeah, I set up Less. my I set up my laser grid, and we kind of investigated a little bit. Uh, it was when we, because I have a I have the mail meter, which is like a fancy EMF detector that has temperature gauge on yeah. it. Yeah, but it also has the REM feature, which uh, you turn that feature on. It has a green light on it, and when something breaks the electromagnetic field around the antenna on it. It will light up and beep. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were getting ready to leave that room, it kind of started beeping a little bit. Yes. And it was like, I remember I was scratching my eyebrow and I put my hand down and it went off. 
And so we thought it might have been me, but... It was a moment, because I watched it. It was a moment you went to scratch your eyebrow. It was the moment you touched yourself, it went off. It was very, like, in sync with that. So we were trying to debunk it, or see if it was me that set it off. And, I mean, I was probably a good arm... I mean, I'm a massive man. Um, Wingspan is huge. But it was, I mean, it was more than an arm's length away from me. And I had to get pretty damn close to actually set it off. Yeah. Yeah, it, it went off kind of sporadically. That was that room. That was... It was sort of exciting at first, and then kind of a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just the uh, being able to kind of chase chase that the way the K two was moving up that yeah. that zombie body thing. Yeah. Like it's kind of started about halfway up its body, spiking the K two, and then kind of disappearing. And then as we we're moving the K 2s up the body, it was kept lighting up and lighting up, and then until it just stopped. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go to the, the end of the very hallway of this hallway. Room six. Uh, room six. There. Who's, who's in the room six again? Wesley? Wes. No, he's all the way at the far end. Room that's one. what we're talking about. No, that's six. By the exit? Door six. Room six was the one that we had all the... Or was it... Was that room three? Room six is where you stood in the doorway. Okay, that was... Room, okay. All right. And then that... We didn't really get much there. So Beaker felt like he was in that room... It felt like he was in the back corner. So this room, when I've been there in the past, that room is open. You can walk in the room. This time they had it full of props and stuff, like a storage area. And to me, like we had Ghosty stand in the doorway. I've seen people play this game before. I've seen it work. I don't know if it's actually like the people in their head, they're making themselves do this. But apparently if you stand in the doorway, you can ask the spirit. And I believe his name was Wesley. Um... You pull can, me in or yeah, push me out. Yeah, if you want me in the room, you can pull me in. If you don't, push me out. And we we got nothing. And to me, it felt like he was standing in the back corner and wanted really nothing to do with us. And it seemed like he was upset that all that stuff was Get all like the shit out of my room. How about that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. So we didn't stay there very long. So then we went to room five. And now, you've, had, you've had an experience with room five, right? Is that right, Beaker? Yes. So in the past, um, they now have it set up like a little maze thing, and there's a hole cut in the wall that attaches to room four. It used to not do that. But there was a negative uh, inhuman entity that used to reside in that room. And I didn't want to go in that room because of that. And come to find out that it was not just, it was not in that room anymore because of the little, the plasticky things hanging from the ceiling that made the maze. I mean, you even, I, you know, I said I didn't want to go in there, and, and DVO, you even said, like, well, I don't think it would hide in there with all this crap. Yeah, I think it would be smothered out. Yeah, it was not in there. It was in the next room. It was in room four. And it did come over into room three at one point. Uh, again, these are not um, closed off from each other anymore. There's holes in the yeah, wall. Yeah, you that... can connect all the walk through to each room. Because, so. again, it's a haunted attraction, so... They made it easier for the guests to go through. So we all met up in room three, four. Oh, four, room four. First. We started four first, and we weren't really feeling anything. Mark is like, we need to go to the next room. Yeah. Because like when we were, when you guys were first setting up in room uh, four, Mark saw an orb f- oh, okay. across the wall in the with in, his bare ass eyes. With his bare ass eyes. That's the um, way to see an orb. <laughs> yeah, he saw an orb. He we were trying to recreate it. We because there was like a. a gray thing on the wall he thought it might have been a reflective surface like a mirror or something uh-huh. it was just like it was part of the wall but it was like kind of stuccoed a little bit but it wasn't reflective so 
we couldn't kind of pinpoint where or how or what created the light anomaly that he saw. Um, so when we were trying to investigate in room four, we weren't really getting anything, but Mark's like, let's go to room three. And I'm so glad he did. Yeah. So I wanted to end purposely on this room. <laughs> yeah, because we needed to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we jumped around a little bit um, out of order for this, because in room no, three... This is, this is the order we went. Okay. Sure. Where do we went? <laughs> no, we literally, this is the order of the rooms we went through. No, okay. we didn't. But okay. <laughs> Boop. So we, so we ended in room three. Yeah, we ended in room three. We didn't go on purpose. Yeah. We um, go to other rooms after that. So we, we have we have quite a few devices out here at this point. Do so we? so Beaker has his voice recorder going. Yeah. Um, Mark has a K two. Um, Ghosty has a K2 and on the, the floor and the flux on the floor. Pretty sure I had my REM pod on the floor. Yes, you too. did. Um, at the end, yeah. You at did the put your, at the end This was after. Pod. Before, I did have it just set up as the... On a tray. On a tray. Just yeah, you had your REM pod on a tray. That's right. And and so we have quite a few devices hanging out in this room. And were things spiking right at that point? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. The K2s were going nuts. The K2s were going nuts. The okay. K2s kept going off, and they were, at first, was going mine and then Mark's. And so then Ghost is on the floor, Mark's on a... Uh, on a, like, halfway up the table or something. Uh-huh. Um, and then they started syncing up, and they were in sync with each other. And I'd say, what, five feet away from each other? Yeah. No. Ten. Ten feet plus. Plus mine's yeah. being on the floor, his about you say? up elevated. They were far away. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ghost said they are far away. All right. <laughs> So, so the cases are far away, but they're in. They're like lighting up at the same time. Yes, which is which is weird. And they were spiking red. Yes. So yeah. No, that that's right. They were about ten feet apart. Because okay. one was on the floor next to room two, and the other one was like in the middle of the room. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I know my shit. <laughs> so they're, they're they're yeah they're quite a good distance, ten feet, but they're lighting up at the same time. These K twos. Very very interesting. Now, we decided to use the SB7, right, yes. that we wanted to do? Yeah. And what happened? Like, Was the speaker not strong enough? Well, the, we went and got the speaker out of the car. But well, were we doing something? Were you using something before we got the... So I was just trying to go off of the speaker on the back of the SB7. Okay. The, speaker's on the, the speaker on this, I mean, it's not very big. It's not very loud. Okay. So it's usually you want to have, like, an external speaker um, attached to it. Or, like, headphones, because there is, like, something we have not done and I would like to do on an investigation. Oh, I, I know you what you mean. You blindfold the person uh, that's using the SB7 and then have them wear headphones. Got so, it. So, like, noise-canceling headphones. So you don't hear the questions uh-huh. that are being asked, but you tell the group, like, the responses that you're hearing. Yeah. To see if, if you, they uh, to see if they correlate. Yeah. Um, anyways, so the speaker's not very strong. So you guys, so, so the have, two of you decided to go, let's go get the, the Bluetooth speaker yeah. in the car. He's like, I don't mind going and getting it. And I went with him because, you know, it's my car and I didn't want to give him the keys. I, I wouldn't trust him. I, I would trust the I would have drove home. Yeah, he would have left us there. He left us there. It's about a 50-minute drive. I was yeah. tired. <laughs> I was ready to go. He would have fallen asleep. He would have slept. The speaker said, no, I'm, I'm going. Well, this is autopilot, right? I had to go get something at my house. Speaker's at my house. It's weird. It's not your Tesla. <laughs> so the two of you leave and uh, myself, DVO, and, and Mark are in the room by ourselves. The three of you? <laughs> <laughs> He's schizophrenic. Well, just because they're not sure who's talking. It's me, DVO. <laughs> Tis I. I'm with Mark. And 
So typically, me, uh, me and Mark are there, and I, I go back to my, my old tricks that seem to work out. <laughs> and so this will be our first evidence. Uh, Beaker, get this queued up if you don't mind. Yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Play so, it. It's so the old shave and haircut. If you've followed us on YouTube, we've done the shave and haircut before. I have our Twilla, not Twilla, where were we at? Family, Family tree, tree. Shave and haircut. Um, that is on YouTube. You can find our family tree shape. I think I, I think we did this actually did at that. Benson Grist. Um, I got this at Benson Benson Grist as well that we played uh, last year. During the episode, I had this as evidence. So uh, it's well, it's, it's something that DVO does. So, but tunes can't resist it. <laughs> no, they can. So um, we're gonna play this off of a Bluetooth speaker here on my audio recorder because, like I said, or we said, someone said, we said. We're straight off the investigation. I haven't had the time to plug this into my computer or anything yet. So here we go. Um, this raw is footage. Raw footage. No editing here. Good luck. Pull it right into the speaker, though. Hold on. Any minute. I started it too soon. Why isn't that? Do you know the shaving oh, there haircut? There it is. That was it. That was you. You're gonna have to do much louder than that. That's Mark talking. Very faint. Right there's a middle. So right there, there was a middle clang. Right, right before Mark was about to talk. Yeah, um, it sounded like metal on metal. Yeah. In the room with us, and before we did no, this, before we did this shave and a haircut, before and after, there has been no knocking noise in this room. I went too far back. It's so. okay. Baker's going to try to get to it again. That's right. So this is, again, this is our first evidence of the night. So you hear a faint knock sound. There's a, there's a nice gap before we hear that knock sound. Oh, that's so annoying. And then you'll hear a metal clang. Oh, I went too far. Oh, so loud. Oh, professional podcasting. At two <laughs> no, it sounds loud for us with our headphones right here, but when people listen, they're going to be able to hear it a lot better now. I know. Okay. So, no, why is it doing that? I will fight you, fucking thing. Okay, so Whoa, this is this your is after mom's listening. Even, no, she's not. Um, this is after, do uh, you know shaving a haircut? You can kind of hear two knocks. It's very quiet if I hit play. There it is. Right there. That was you. You're gonna have to do it much louder than that. Huh. Very faint. Right there. So yeah, right before. That was the word metallic sound again. Okay, keep going. We'll do it again. Let's try it again. Boom. One real quiet knock right there. <laughs> it, it, was, it was instantaneous. So it was ready. It was primed. <laughs> we had trained it already once. And when you hear me do the Dun, 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 dun. Boom! You hear that? You hear that knock right away. Can can you do that one? That last one again? Yeah. Not too much. Okay. Well, I probably. Come from behind. Let's try it again. Right there. It was real Did quick. you hear something else? There's people talking. There was people, there was people talking. talking. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people there, so. 
Uh, <coughs> it was most likely someone. Yeah, it was, it was people talking. We had kind of marked it at some point during the talking that there was, was yeah, voice in the background. That. But there were people in, down the hallway. So if you think you hear other voices, it's, it is about people. So then after Beaker and I return with the speaker. We tell you guys about it. Yeah, that just had happened. And again, right? We there's no knocking the rest of the time. It was just yeah, just when during you did this. the shave and haircut. So then you guys tell us about it as we walk in. Then we hook up the SB7. We put the millimeter down on the floor. Oh, and then uh, during the SB7, I actually came up with some new questions. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So we set the millimeter down on the floor so we can have more kind of devices near where the K2s were and where the flux because the flux had gone off a couple times as well. Um, so everything's kind of near the doorway between d- room three and room two. And uh-huh, yes. And then we start using the SB7, and then, you know, it's playing, it's going through the, the radio stations, going through real quick. Uh, you st- we start asking questions. You asked it uh, what it had for breakfast last. Mm-hmm. And it said beef, which means eggs and potatoes. Eggs and potatoes <laughs> It's a joke with us. Yeah, no, I'm putting it at the end. Of, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I don't know if it, it, you didn't start recording yet, but I do have it on video. Um, I was be, half asleep still talking it'll about beef. It will be the end of YouTube. You'll see Ghosty being like, that means steak, the eggs and potatoes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, beef, I'm pretty sure, is what it sounded like it did. And that I might be on this. Um, yay for, I don't know, where is that? It was when you were on the other, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We we, we, we probably we, need to listen to that and kind of. Yeah, we didn't try to look for this one no, yet. Maybe we, we, didn't. we forgot well, about I, this till just now. Well, oh. oh. Try again. What did you have for breakfast last? Oh. Yeah. So, luckily for us, that was at the start of the very next file. <laughs> that was good. Good so, job. <laughs> uh, my, I have my audio recorder set up to do 15-minute increments. It already splits it for me. So, funny enough, it, it's right at Let's the start of the next file. Let's listen to that one again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me hit back. What did you have for breakfast last? Your ant beef. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, clearly and that means eggs and potatoes. And that means eggs and potatoes in my book. Because I started asking, I'm like, oh, did you have steak and potatoes? And it was kind of hard. We weren't really getting a response. No, you're saying steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. And I was thinking I'm, in my head. I'm thinking potatoes. Because he said potatoes. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be eggs. It could have been potatoes. It could have been what potatoes. I meant to say. And instead of all, beef means steak and potatoes. Steak beef and potatoes. And, I want to say eggs and potatoes. Eggs and potatoes. <laughs> beef means eggs and potatoes. <laughs> Oh, you guys lost everybody. Uh, no. But anyways. You're still with us. If you're still with us. <laughs> Good evidence is happening here. Um, one of the craziest things happened right after this. Right after this happened. The millimeters are going No, off. the K2s were going nuts. Okay. The K2s okay. were just going ballistic. Uh, in sync, going uh, to red and holding red. And then the millimeters. Again, they're 10 feet away from each other. Yeah. And then I start, uh. As that's happening, all of a sudden the millimeter starts going off as if something's holding the, the tip. So, yeah, at some point I put my the rem, I turned on the REM pod feature and put it in between the K2 meters. So, yeah, so now it's got the... the and keep in mind, we're not standing anywhere near this. Yeah, right. we're, we're, sta- we're all the way back. And now the millimeter's going off in the REM pod mode. And I'm recording that. I stop recording. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Okay. Well, hold on. I think I have... But with the SB7 going, 
and if you don't know, SB7 is what we're listening to. That's what you hear that white static noise. That's the SB7. And we're playing it through the speaker, mind you. So, well, Beaker goes and plugs everything. Uh, yeah, I unplug the speaker. We were I turned the SB7 off. I unplugged the speaker. So and we hear something. So it's, I'm holding. I'm holding the Bluetooth speaker in one hand, and I've also got the auxiliary cord in that same hand. Um, the auxiliary cord's not plugged it's in. It's not plugged into anything. I'm just holding the speaker. With the auxiliary cord. And mind you, the K2s were going nuts. And so is Solid red. Red pod's going off for a solid 10 seconds. So this, um, I'm probably starting this like 20 seconds too early. And, 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 this, sorry, and then at this point, do they stop? Do they, do they go off and then the, the K2s well, stop? The millimeter stopped. It so, was quiet for a second. You, so you'll hear them all stop and we, you know, we heard... Goes to go. Wow! Wow! And I'm I'm like you hear me say, you know that's really cool. Thanks for doing that or some shit like that. Um, and then and just then, so you know, you're gonna hear something and you're gonna hear some cussing. So because I've never sworn on the <laughs> podcast before. Yeah, this is this was something that caught Beaker, us off Beaker's guard. Beaker's mom is listening, so I just want to warn her. Yeah. Her son is mm-hmm. saying. Closer. Well, I think. Or you can just touch it you can touch okay, so this is. Right before all the REM pod stuff. That was very cool. What was it? No, here's the REM pod. So that means something's touching it. Sorry, this is probably a little annoying, but. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That noise means it's being touched right now. Yep. Get closer. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. From where I'm recording, that's about seven feet away. I'm just zoomed in. What the hell was that? That wasn't you? Take it. Let me turn it off. <laughs> I thought that was your belly or something. Closer. Oh, is it Dale? No. Did you kick it to your ears? Okay, rewind it again. I want to play this again for everyone. Then we'll give a little bit more context of what's happening. That noise means it's being touched right now. Yep. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. From where I'm recording, that's about seven feet away. I'm just zoomed in. What the hell what was, was that? Okay. That was a you. Take it. Let me turn it off. <laughs> okay, all right. Let, let, okay. Let's give some story what's happening, and then we'll play it again. So what's going off, Ghosty's excited. He's like, wow, wow. <laughs> you, you hear me kind of, I'm, I'm zooming in, because I'm, I'm trying to record this as well. So I'm saying, from where I'm standing, because, again, it's pitch black in this room. Let's remind everyone, it's pitch black. The only light is, like, the green lights of our meters and devices. So I'm zooming in, saying, oh, from where I'm standing to where the device is, it's about seven feet. Um, who said, does someone say anything after that? No, because you hear, you hear it going, right? Yeah. yeah. Going, yeah. Then it's going off and then. If they stop? I, it stops and I go, that was awesome. Thank you. Yes. Okay. There, that's what I was looking for. Yep. And then you hear, a growl comes through. Ghosty, myself, and Mark all think it's Beaker. Because he's holding the speaker and this growl comes from the it speaker. It came out yeah. of the speaker. And keep in mind, I'm it's holding not this. Plug in. So you've got the speaker in your left hand. Yes. Or, yeah. yeah and in, in, my left in, hand. in your right hand is the end of the auxiliary cord plugged into nothing. Yep. Yeah. And we hear a growl. We all got to think it's Beaker for a second. He goes, take it. That's what you hear him, you hear him say, take, take it. it. How do you turn it off? Well, I'm get, I'm surprised because I was like thinking you just like burped your belly, rumbled real loud I, in my I, ear. And I thought his belly was grumbling. Like he was like, we just ate. So I'm like, maybe he's got an upset stomach. Yeah, I was like, Dude, there's people here, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you hear Beaker cuss. You hear Mark at the same time go, what the hell? 
And um, no, I think that I, I I said something too. I think we all kind of got startled by this. Well, I mean, no, not me. I didn't think. Him. I thought it was really his stomach, so I didn't think much about it. You you, you hear me saying in all that chaos, like I thought that was your stomach because I thought he was his belly was growling <laughs> very loudly. So now that we kind of laid that out, let's play that one more time <laughs> so people can hear this growl. But with the funny part is that I'm thinking now, in hindsight, what must be going through Beaker's mind as he's holding this speaker? Because we all think it's Beaker's belly or, or him burping. <laughs> so we didn't think nothing of it. We're like, damn, yeah, bro. What's going through his mind is get this thing away from yeah, me. This thing's possessed. Yeah, I wanted nothing to do at that point. Like, you literally hear me take it. How do you turn it off? Yeah, take like, it, take it. I, I did not want to hold that thing anymore. Um, I've, been, I've been investigating for. Like I've said this several times, eight and a half years. Um, this is one of the craziest things that ever happened to me because, like we said, it's not it was, plugged into anything. Um, and this was a, this all kind of happened simultaneously with yeah. the K twos all kind of going haywire. Two K two meters going banana, going spiking red, distant um, from each other, and simultaneously away. going off like as if something is setting them off right next to them, like. This was a huge span that was yeah. setting those off to go do that. In the, between them is the mel meter. That you have to get within what an inch for it to yeah go you have off. to pretty, you have to pretty much almost grab that and, and like it, I said it's like seven feet away from us. If you listen to it, it almost looks like it goes beep beep beep. So it's like it kind of tests it and then ah, holds it. So ah, listen to that. It okay. kind of gives it a little bit of a test and then holds it steady, and then lets go. Kind of touches it again and then goes to the and then speaker, goes to the speaker, which is towards us. In my hand. Yep. Yeah, in, in Beaker's <laughs> hand. Yeah. All right. well, I also, like, as I was handing off the speaker, I felt like something was standing right next to me. And I was just like, I mean, it was after this all went down, we'll play it again. That was very cool. Yeah, just like that. You got it. That's crazy. That's just that's nuts. Being touched right now. Yep. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. From where I'm recording, that's about seven feet away. I'm just zoomed in. What the what fuck? How was that? That wasn't you. <laughs> Take it. Come here, mom. I thought of your belly or something. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Jesus. So it's good comedy relief and good evidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what we didn't do? Go running out of there like scared little pussies that you see on TV. <laughs> no, it's a couple of minutes later. I just like, uh, guys, I'm gonna go outside for a second. But you walked out like a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also had to go to the bathroom. Um, understandably so. No. Um, <laughs> he pissed himself. I didn't, but I. This, the, this type of visual evidence. This is the stuff that I love to see. Like. When we go on investigations, we you know we have personal experience sometimes that you can't actually show. Yeah. It's just more of like this happened to me. I you know this was my personal experience here. This type of shit's really cool. Where it was just like all visual. We're all experiencing this together. Yeah, we're all seeing it together. It's not just what somebody's feeling. And I have it on camera. Yeah, so it's not just going off of you know like when you feel a presence in the room and you can say it's right there, or if I feel something, you know, 
it's that's different. Yeah. This being visual for all of us to experience together, this is the type of shit I like. Yeah. This is is incredible. And the with as much as we got and I was kind of thinking, damn, there's a lot of people here tonight. I hope that we have quiet like we can get in our own space and have quiet and we did That's close why the we door. Kept shutting the door. Yeah, yeah. We we closed the door. And people were pretty respectful about walking by quietly and not bothering us. Yeah, and because we, uh, we, I'm sure we were loud with all of our talking and questions. We're they, famous, they, damn it! Yeah, well, we well, can do that. We have shirts that prove it. Well, in the first room that we were in, there were some people that joined us, and they started whispering, and I just like, hold up, I'm like, you get the hell out, <laughs> you get you, the hell out, you're out, <laughs> you're out of here, um, no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> do you work here? No, um, no. So when you're investigating, when you're doing audio evidence, one of the first things that they should have told people or they should know um is don't whisper when you're collecting audio evidence and you're trying to get evps a lot of the times like unless you're getting a really solid class a evp like the one we played a couple weeks ago with like baggins where they asked how many people were in the room and you hear very clearly it said two two that would be a class a evp but when you're getting a b or c they come across as whispers sometimes so when you're collecting audio evidence and you got people whispering and you go back to the audio, unless you're tagging it when it happens, uh, you're not going to know. You're going to think maybe you got an EVP. Right. So I explain to these people, and, and I know sometimes it sounds like I'm being rude, but what I'll do is I'll look right at them and say whispering for the recording and then explain to them like why I'm saying this. And I straight up told them, I'm like, you know, you're more than welcome to just talk in your normal voice. As you're wagging your finger in their face. <laughs> Don't do this. Two fingers across the nose. No. Um but yeah, I mean that was probably the craziest part of the night. The last room that we were in, we had three K twos. This is the mm-hmm. X ray room. Is this yeah, right? the X ray room. The X ray okay, room. So the X ray room on this last one. Yeah. So we didn't end in room three. <laughs> well, I mean, I meant down the hallway. Down that hallway. Yeah. Yeah. That down was... the ha- hallway of, of hospital rooms. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. That's so, what I meant. Yes. Uh, before we left, we ended in the X ray room, and we're getting K twos going crazy again. Not all three of them. All three. And they were all spiking, and we even checked. They were on this old hospital table, or bed, uh-huh. and it wasn't powered on. It wasn't creating any power. There's no power in that room whatsoever. That's and why it's hot as hell. There's no right, air conditioning no or anything. No AC there. in there. And these things, all the K2s were going nuts. And at first, it was just marks going going off, and then I kind of put mine near it, and I was getting some going off, and then I went under the under the bed, and it was spiking a little bit more, and it kind of seemed like something reached out and touched it. Because all of a sudden, it just goes, boom, shut up, spikes red and holds for a second. And Mark's didn't, and his was right above mine. Um, but a little bit later, after we set all three of ours up, they were all going off simultaneously together. Yeah, well, the, at first, like, you guys had yours on the bed. I was holding mine, standing behind you. And you, you couldn't see mine. I know DVO could see I it. I got on video. But all three of our K2s were going off at the same time. And then it got to the point where I actually set mine on the bed as well, but up a little bit higher on. Uh, yes, like by it's, the flux. Uh, like it's, yeah, by the flux. They had like a, a little stand or something on the bed. So mine was up a little bit higher, but it's still like the whole time when it wasn't just one of them would go off. All three would go off at the same time. They'd all hit the same colors. Um, what I thought was interesting, on the other side of the room, I had also set up the metal meter with the ramp pod, and I have a different EMF meter that is backlit green, but if there is a significant change in EMF, it will light red and beep. And I know at one point when we're all watching the K2 meters go off, my other EMF meter did light I up red and beep. I remember you mentioning that, yeah. Um, on you the said other, that only goes off with significant change. Yeah. yeah, and it was on the other side of the room. It wasn't near the K2s. 
And then I think at one point the millimeter, the REM pod feature yes, started going off did. as well. There was a lot again, of activity. It was, again, it was as I was like trying to clean some stuff up, or I think I was getting my SB7 out or something. And so we verified that it wasn't me setting it off. Again, it was something we showed that like you had to be really close. And I was probably about two feet away from it. And this was what was crazy about the place, too, was that when the K2s, you know, they just stay green for the most part, unless you actually go up to something that is giving off EMF. But using that on green and walking around the room and finding a spirit and being able to kind of chase it around because once you kind of, it was almost like you poke them with it and they're just like, they back away from it and then they keep moving away from you and you got to keep chasing. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> Come back here. And then until it just kind of disappears and you kind of feel the area out again where you were getting the red hits where it's spiking and nothing anymore. It like leaves. And then for, for that to happen like that where you have to like kind of pinpoint it, and then all of a sudden we're in a room where the K2s are spread out, and all of a sudden they're all going off crazy. Like, this thing has to have a lot of energy to give off. Yeah. Like, insane so I, amounts of energy. <laughs> I did just get a warning. The battery on the Mevo camera is getting low. Oh, okay. Well, So we yeah, are 45 great. minutes in. I mean, that was the last. I mean, the yeah, only the other end. thing that, I mean, we're getting ready to leave. I know you went up to the cemetery real quick. Um, yeah, just just for content. <laughs> I was I was I went back in because I was saying goodbye to Buck. He's someone that I've known for you know eight years that I've been doing this. He works with Grim Ghost Tours. I couldn't find him, but I did end up down the hallway by room six, and there was someone that's like, "You can feel people, right?" And I started rubbing her shoulder, and I'm like, "Yes, I can." Um, <laughs> but then she asked me if there was a spirit with her, and I kind of gave her a quick little reading. Uh, was able to confirm yes, there was a spirit, and she's like, "Do you know who it is?" I said, I'm getting, like, sister connection. Not exactly sure how that correlates with you. Um, and then I, you know, told her how, about how tall the spirit was, the color of hair and everything, and she seemed to be agreeing with everything I was saying. And then she's like, can you tell you, can you tell how she died? And I said, all I'm getting is something with a car, and it was an accident. I'm like, I don't know any more detail other than that. And I just, as I said car and I said accident, I saw the girl's face light up. Uh-huh. Um so what it ended up being was her grandfather's sister and her boyfriend. So it was the sister that was there, her grandfather's sister. Um, apparently her and her boyfriend had actually, I don't know if they were sleeping in a car or something, but they accidentally died from carbon monoxide poisoning oh. in a car. Interesting. And then that was the end of the night when we came home. Oh, interesting. Well, so, yeah, I think we should go through, see if there's any other evidence on there and place any more EVPs if we have them. We should. But, but very eventful. That was yeah, investigation. That was probably the most visual investigation I've ever been on. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a lot of like personal experiences, but that's okay because this was this was cool. Yeah. We all got to experience yes. this together. So high fives. High five. <laughs> Slap your hands. hands. Okay. All right, y'all. Well, that we'll wrap that up. Go see. Don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. Whoa. Bye. Wow. Thank you.